Hello, welcome to Table Talk, and we are talking about my first time. This is coming from a personal place, and I believe you guys are going to enjoy it. Hold tight. We'll be right back. Let me take y'all back, man. As I do so well. What and nothing like that, man. It wasn't nothing like that first time She was in my math class Long hair, brown skin with the fat hair. Sat beside me, used to laugh Had mad jokes The teacher always got mad So we passed notes Hello, welcome to Table Talk I'm your host, Alvis Williams And I just want to thank you for joining us today Truly, I'm honored that you've chosen to tune in Via podcast, internet, radio Today we are concluding our series sexual sin x-rated today's episode is entitled my first time it's coming from a very personal place a place of experience what i experienced when i was the age between the age of 15 and 16 uh so we're going to jump right into it we're just going to just kind of expound and expose the enemy uh in this area Scripture says that those that know their God shall be strong and do great and mighty exploits. That's just not referring to the acts I do within the faith, but that's also referring to uh, the knowledge that I've acquired while in the faith. Um, We are to expose the enemy because, first of all, we're not ignorant. We're not naive. We're not gullible nor foolish regarding his devices and his schemes. As parents, you've experienced the pressures of being a teenager and the negative influences that imposes or that attempts to creep in and disrupt your belief system. I mean, after all, life isn't just this live and learn dummy crash course. Why should my child have to experience the same hurts, the same emotional disturbia, the same things that I experienced that disrupted my life, that disrupted my emotions? My child shouldn't have to experience that. Listen, inheritance isn't just what you put in your child's hand, but inheritance is also what you put in your child's head. Come on now. See, knowledge is an inheritance. Understanding is an inheritance. And smart men learn from their own mistakes. But the wise learn from the mistakes of others. Woo! So we're going to go ahead and just get right into it. And we're talking about sexual sin X-rated. And I'm coming from a personal place today because I, I believe that you just learn more. You, you relate you relate more. It's more applicable when it's coming from that place. And I don't mind being vulnerable. I don't mind being transparent. I mean, that's what it is. This is table talk. It's bringing issues to the table, not making assumptions, but making conversations. So I don't really mind that. that you have to become vulnerable so that people can learn. It amazes me that within the culture, within the church, everybody tries to be hard. There's no room for weakness. Everybody wants to appear as if they're perfect. I'm convinced that we've mastered at looking good for the sake of not being good. Man, I'm I'm fed up. I'm sick of that. It's time to bring real, real recognized, real truth, recognized truth. So uh, we're going to go ahead and dive right into it. You know, I really wish that someone would have set me down between the age of 12 and 15 and had a transparent conversation with me and explain to me the purpose of sex and my sexuality, not just as a male, but as a man. And I can recall having the opportunity, being in the ninth grade, and my oldest brother, he's going with his girl, and I'm going with her friend, and the feelings 
that I mean that I'm feeling is crazy. Um, hormones are running wild and rampant, and I just don't have no understanding as to what's going on. Uh, nobody, I mean, there's no manual, there's no, <laughs> there's no book, no pamphlet on on this, and nobody talked to me. Nobody had a conversation with me about my sexuality and how within my sexuality was my identity and within my sexuality was who I, who I was as a person. And it was all right for me to tap into that place. It was okay for me to understand that within sex, there was a purity, there was a holiness about sex and that I, I didn't have to be ashamed to talk about it. Now, unfortunately, I didn't have that conversation at that age. And I um, just, I believe this by the grace of God that that I, I didn't become sexually promiscuous by no means, but I did end up relinquishing my virginity to this girl. And I can remember the feeling afterwards. I mean, man, the feeling afterwards, feeling violated, feeling just disgusted, feeling like what just happened and realizing that, man, like this isn't even what it's hyped up to, to be. I mean, why, why was it like that? And I questioned myself um, as a young man during that time, like, why was I feeling that way? But as a grown man, as a man now, and being a married man and being a man of God, I now understand why I felt like that. Because sex is a covenant. Sex is a covenant that has been ordained by God for marriage. And the reason I felt that way now, don't get me wrong, my fleshly desires was fulfilled, was pleased, but, I mean, when it came to feeling satisfied in my mind, feeling content within my mind and my soul, something had been stripped, something was missing, I felt empty, I felt void, I felt hollow, like something was missing. Why? Because I had operated outside of my purpose, outside of what sex is really intended for and it's intended to be used within the confines of marriage between a man and a woman and not as extra curriculum man oh lord i thank you not to be used as extra curriculum not to be used as just a playtime that's why i was feeling that way and most men young men and men in general they won't even admit to this but it left me feeling man i i, I remember being on the basketball team and the next day I had to go outside and see if I still had my jumper, man. It was almost like something, if you ever seen Space Jam, it was almost like something was taken away from me. And I, I couldn't understand it at all. And I know that's, that's funny, even when I think about it now. But that's relating to your soul. Something was missing. When that happened at that moment, something was missing. My soul had gave something up. And that, that something was my, my innocence. That something was my purity. That something was what my wife was supposed to get. Not someone that I was feeling pressured to sleep with because my friends thought they looked good or, or my friends thought that it would be all right for me to engage in some sexual act and come and tell them about my experiences. My manhood, my masculinity, should not have been predicated upon that moment in time. My my masculinity was not contingent upon me engaging in some sexual experience. I mean, after all, it's wild because after experience, I didn't feel masculine. 
I felt actually I felt emasculated. Um, I felt like uh, like I was violated. And there's many young people that feel like that that just doesn't happen with young girls that lose their virginity. It also happened with young men that loses their virginity. Come on, man. Like, and that's where we're at. And I'm also convinced that this same, the same pressure is surrounded uh, among young people during prom season, uh, during your senior day, your senior trip, you're in your 12th grade year, things are good. You know, you're coming to the conclusion of high school. You're about to transition into college as a young adult. Everything is feeling good. All of a sudden you subject yourself to this thing that you feel like defines you. I got news for you. Listen, you don't have to subject yourself to a moment that's been sexualized through what you see on social media, through what you see on Snapchat, what you see on Instagram, what you see on Facebook, what you see on Twitter. Listen, know who you are. Yeah, I'm speaking to that young person, that young girl uh, that's insecure. She's uh, intimidated, low self-esteem. And you have friends that's wilding out, doing, you know, engaging in sexual escapades and menage twice. And you trying as hard as you can to keep yourself tucked under together. Come on now. I'm talking to that young man. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Trying to fit in where you get in. Mm-hmm. And asking her for those nudes. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Come on now. Because your friends is doing it. And then they share the nudes. Come on now. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You see, it's crazy. The very thing that we want, the very thing that we desire out of life is the very thing that our actions deny. Come on now. Because no one wants, listen, the same way you go into the store and you buy a drink or you buy any kind of bag of candy, you don't want that candy bag have already been ripped open. You don't want drink to already been drunk out of. That's the same way with your virginity. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm at you to, uh, today. Mm-hmm. And parents, we have a responsibility to convey and articulate this thing to our children in such a way that it makes sense, in such a way that they understand that their sexuality is just as important as them graduating high school. Their sexuality is just as important as how they do academically. Their sexuality is just as important as them getting a license and being careful and driving on the road and not doing 90 in 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 a 35. Come on now, table talk. We're gonna talk about it. So that's my time for today. But I just wanted to encourage the parents, don't be afraid to talk to your children, open up, talk to them, be transparent. Don't be, don't be afraid to share, to share your faults, mm-hmm. to share your failures. You know, people learn more from your failures than they do your success. That doesn't mean you have to air all your laundry, but that does mean that things that you've experienced, use it as a platform to speak to them so they won't have to make mis- the same mistakes that you made. If you were, listen, if you were a, a teen mom, why would you, why should your daughter have to experience that same thing when you already have the experience? You already have the pain, the hurt. Come on now. Of what it was to, to be a 15, 16 year old and have a child while attending high school. Come on, dad. 15, 16 year old to be a, a teen father. Why should your, why should your son have to experience that? Sit him down, talk to him. Listen, don't, just don't talk about the birds and the bees. Also talk about the honey and the trees, the things that come along whenever you're sexually undisciplined. Come on now. So I just wanted to jump on, share this with you. 
And I hope that it spoke volumes to your life and that it blessed you. I think this is a conversation that we need to have with our children and we need to start. Why? Because if we don't tell them, somebody else will. And I'm and some of the garbage that they're teaching them uh, within the school system. And of course, it's been mandated. I don't just blame the teachers. Uh, some of the stuff that they're teaching them in school, sexual education, now they're teaching them uh, things that are totally perverted and out of order and against sexual nature that God has divinely designed himself. So I just wanted to get on, share this with you, and I hope something was said that spoke volumes to your life. God bless. Table talk. We don't make assumptions. We make conversation. Remember, go out, be blessed, but more importantly, be the blessing.